what's up y'all welcome back to the fucking podcast it is saint talks too fucking much ba 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 with your host saint how it do anyway today i we're talking about the fall of constantinople what yeah 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 we are um my friend what my friend suggested it um and today hasn't been a great start so i'm going to do that um i should have read it before i really don't know what i mean something fell (laughs) we're gonna be going on our favorite site wikipedia and honestly i think this should be a thing because I've just learned how Wikipedia be knowing everything and they have this random article button that um, you can click. And so I think it would be fun to just like find a random button or like random article and then just read about it and then like continue going through that, you know, just clicking the links and such. I don't know why it would be fun, but it would be fun. I think there's like a speed run. Like I can't. Anyway, um, yeah, I was like. Uh, on Wikipedia earlier. It just sounds some big nerd shit. Yeah, I was on Wikipedia earlier, and uh, I really, really, really like the understanding of diversity in the audience. Anyway, um, no, I was on Wiki, and I was looking up because Connor told me about this thing, like dead, dent, detonyms. I don't even fucking remember. Hello, train. Damn, I'm starving. Um, detonyms. And it was basically like, you know how Americans call ourselves Americans and like folks call themselves like Costa Ricans and shit like that, or like Mexicans, like Chinese, Japanese, you know? So I was looking up like the basis where, because they have a lot, obviously, like there's everyone. And so I was looking up like basis and like the ones that end with knees, the ones that end with ions, the ones that ends with ends. It was just very interesting. And there's like some that like don't end with that. Like it, it was funny because I was like, kind of quizzed me. He was like, what do you think Indiana call, folks call themselves? And I was like, uh, like, you, come on. If, don't act like you don't know where I went. But anyway, he was like, no, they're called Hoosiers. Indiana folks call themselves Hoosiers. Please, if you're from Indiana, that's a long stretch. But if you're from Indiana and you call yourselves Hoosiers, I want you to confirm with me. Like, I mean, obviously Wiki said it, but like, I'm trying to guess someone who actually calls themselves Hoosiers. Like, what? They they don't call themselves Indiana. Oh, that's hard. Indianians. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, Hoosiers. I thought that was interesting. Um, so yeah, so today's episode is going to be about the fall of Constant- Constantinople. Also, right, how they, anyway, whatever. Um, capture of the capital of the Byzantine Empire by the Ottoman Empire. City fell in, damn, this was in the 1400s? It was 53 days, begun on the 6th, ended on May, ended on May. Oh, I look how I'm getting bored of this already. There's some like, G- damn. Hey yo, it was a 21 year old fucking started this shit. Honestly, me too. I wonder like, 
Is that what you do at 21? Like, I wonder if they compared it to, like, his name's Sultan Mehmed II or Mehmed the Conqueror. I wonder, like, if parents of this day and age were, like, um, <laughs> at this day and age were, like, hey, how come you're not Mehmed the Conqueror? He conquered a whole empire when he was 21, and you're out here making fucking clay pots at 21. You're worthless like you think people did that i feel like it hello train i feel like people did that back then you know because they always be comparing you to shit parents always compare you to shit um emperor constantine the fuck, what is that 10 11th palaiologus okay dang oh wait hold up i don't even they attack i don't even know anyway uh, okay, this marked the end of the Roman Empire. Yeah, I was like, this, I, this, we talked about it. It was important in a way, but like, I don't even remember. Damn! Well, of course, it's fucking important. The fucking, it ended the Roman Empire, which, which was 1500 years. Y'all, I'm not even like, I haven't even scrolled. I'm still in like the first blurb, like the first thing you see. Um, But this is boring. Why is it constant? Oh, they were the most advanced system? Uh, let me not act like I'm a fucking... Hey, yo, we got primary sources? How? <laughs> oh. Podesta? What is it? Damn, you don't even got a page. Eight letters to Italy. Fucking loser. Italian poet learning Greek in the city. Oh, he wrote an epic. Oh. Garble, dude. Damn. Yo, these names go fucking crazy. A park house? Spelled E-P-A-R-K-H-O-S and Diplo Vatataz? Vatataz? Diplo Vatataz. Wow. D-I-P-L-O-V-A-T-A-T-Z-E-S. Bishop. Uh, huh, Bologna. <laughs> non eyewitness accounts. How? Oh, because you guys are historians. I was like, wait, damn, none of these guys got pages for themselves. I'm not really yawning because I'm bored. I'm yawning because I haven't slept in fucking years, it feels. Third... Oh, the aftermath. Yeah, what happened? Emmanuel, if you think I was going to sit here and give a whole fuck, what, how many minutes are we in? Six minutes. And I've already lost every interest to talk about the fucking fall of Constantinople. It's boring. <laughs> like, hmm, let's see. Okay, let's go to Byzantine empires. You know what? Nah, this is going to be, I'm, I'm bored. <laughs> I thought this was going to be more interesting. Okay, cool. We got Eric Bodden. What have you done? Is a German computer scientist, professor of the University of Paderborn. Oh, I clicked random article, by the way. I'm just looking now. What did, but did he do anything? He won a thesis. Okay. I could win a thesis. Oh, I guess he's had like awards for his publications and such. Sir, you're boring. I hope you're never going to fucking listen to this, but like do something fun. Invent a game. 
I've been like watching a lot of like dev vlogs and shit like that. Joel Whitman, oh, the politician. Oh. Yuck. Deer Valley Petroglyph Preserve. What's a petroglyph? Hey, yo, this is in Phoenix. That's sick. Um, what's a petroglyph? Oh. So petroglyph is an image created by removing part of a rock surface seen by incising, picking, carving, or basically scratch, scratch, scratch drawings in walls. You know? Oh, shit, this is in Arizona? Oh, wow, Deer Valley. Oh, okay. It basically, it's like Deer Valley Petroglyph Preserve. Well, if you can go see it, go see it, I guess. It's, I mean, you get it. Mm-hmm. It's just carvings on a wall. Um, oh, they were used for ritual practicing. That's pretty cool. ASU. I feel like I've seen this. Community engagement. Oh, they have an exhibit. Oh, that's int- oh, they have an art center. That's pretty cool. Oh, wow, that's actually really sick. But it's just like random rocks thrown together, you know? Like that's. Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. Oh, shit. What? Hey, yo. Hold up. That's interesting. Betrayal and Greed. What happened with Bob Ross? Battle of his... For his business empire? Damn. Hey, yo, I forget Bob's name is Robert. Robert Norman Ross. Let's look at Bob Ross, because why not? He died at 52? He was born in Florida? He's the only man out of Florida that I can excuse. Hey, yo, he was in the military. Wow. Oh, he cared for injured animals. He'd be best friends with Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin? Yeah. He had a half-brother. Jim. Jim. He dropped out of high school? Hold up, there's so much. Hold wait, 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 hold up. This is actually a lot. Okay, so he dropped out of high school in ninth grade. I did not know that. He worked as a carpenter with his father because that's what his dad did. He lost part of his left index finger, which did not affect his ability to later hold a palo while painting. Important. Yo, I did not know that. What the heck? Okay, he he Enlisted in the Air Force when he was 18. Damn, he was Master Sergeant? Right? Damn! He was in Alaska. Oh, where he briefly saw snow in the mountains that later appeared as recurring themes. Aww. Wow, having held... That's so crazy! Imagine, like, Bob Ross yelling at you, you know? Like, Bob Ross the bob ross like so it says having held military positions that required him to act tough and mean the guy who makes you scrub the latrine bars guy who makes you make your bed guy who screams at you for being late work he decided to never raise his voice to not raise his voice when he left the military this man is so peaceful um okay so damn 20 year air force career. so he and attended an art class in anchorage Oh, 
he didn't like abstract painting basically he's working as a part-time ben part-time bartender the magic of oil painting hosted by bill alexander ala prima oh what oh what yeah great painting within 30 minutes while studying oh my god you can probably hear that i'm sorry Frost study and mastered his technique, began painting and successfully selling. <gasps> yeah! Ooh, gold mining pants. Oh, those must be a fucking fortune. Per Damn, they fucking surpassed his military. I mean, of course. He retired. Well, yeah, he should. Return to Florida, started painting with Alexander. Became a traveling salesman and tutor. Imagine Bob Ross knocking on your door. Wow. Yeah, Annette. Kowalski, God bless you. She's the one who convinced him that he could do it on her on his own. She along with Ross pulled their savings to create his company, which struggled at first. Noted for his permed hair. Oh. Oh, he hated it. Oh my gosh. He didn't like it, but he kept it because it was the logo. Yo, January. Wow, this shit ran 1983 to 1994. Damn. Aw, BBC ran it during or during the first stages of the pandemic during lockdown. Wouldn't struck viewers in the quick while my old painting seems just creating the image. That's so. I love Bob Ross. He's so fun. I never. It's crazy though because I've never heard of him until I was like in my teens maybe because like you know i didn't watch him when i was younger like i don't know it's just yeah it wasn't he wasn't like in my in my watching like in my shows and shit like that so i never really got to experience it when i was younger i feel like if maybe i did it'd be like very beneficial to how i paint today or how i um take into art but because i didn't maybe that's why i'm like this right now <laughs> um yeah he's compared to fred rogers mr rogers neighborhood. i also never watched mr rogers um yeah i never watched him before which is like crazy but like i'd watch shit like um like big what was it uh the big couch oh fuck what was it called i don't even know it was with that clown girl. Um, big couch show. The big comfy couch. Yeah, I love that one. The one part that really sticks to me is when she's a fucking clock on the floor. That shit bangs. How she hit the... I, I was like, yo, this is sick. I loved it so much. Um, ownership from the company was passed to the Kowalskis. Oh, that's sweet. Wildlife. He filmed Wildlife. Damn, he painted an estimate of 30,000 fucking paintings. They're scarce to the art market. Well, yeah, of course. They've never, major auction houses have never sold any of Ross's painting and continues to own, and like Bob Ross Incorporated continues to own many of the ones he painted for joint painting. Oh, because he didn't want people to turn his work into financial instruments, which is crazy actually um fine art and entertainment memorabilia that's what appraisal services like said his artwork crossed at yeah i mean of course technique yeah he used wet and wet oil painting i love oil painting it's so fun 
influences, but like Sander, um, whatever. Let's add some happy little cheese. Um, cleaning his papers. Oh my gosh, yeah, he beat the fuck out of it. Beat the devil out of it. I love him. He's so fun. Boss would know. I I actually have one of my Bob Ross paintings that I like follow his tutorial with. It was really fun. I did it once in my lifetime. I did it with friends. It was really cool. Beat the devil out of it. Yeah. So cute. Sorry if you hear my stomach crumbling. Wore jeans and a plain light colored shirt. Oh, I believe it would have a timeless look and spoke of addressing one of your my next about is relax and calm approach. I get a letter from somebody here a while back and they said, Bob, everything in your world seems to be happy. That's for sure. That's why I paint it. It's because I can create the kind of world I want. Make this world a happy as I want it. Shoot, if you want bad stuff, watch the news. I'm dead. Um, the shit he paints was inspired by like Alaska, which is like really cool because it's like if he stayed in Florida, like what would have become of him? You know, like what would he paint? alligators <laughs> we just have happy accidents um damn oh this is interesting the blog 538 analyzed 381 episodes in which ross painted live concluding that 91 percent of ross painting contained at least one tree 44 percent included clouds 39 percent included mountains and 34 percent included mountain lakes that's actually really interesting um yeah his work rarely contained human subjects or signs of human life it incorporated cabinets Oh, sometimes with a chimney, but without smoke. Oh my God, he was fond of country music? Of course he was. Aww. That's so cute. Okay, so in 1987, was invited on stage by Hank Snow at the Grand Ole, Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, ow, shit. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> the audience gave him a huge ovation. He was nervous but felt better after cracking a joke to the crowd. Oh, imagine seeing Bob Ross in person. That'd be so cool. Joan Rivers show. Um, Damn, of course he did MCV. He better have done MCV. A visibly ill Ross made his final public television appearance as a guest in The Adventures of Elmer and Friends. One year after his death. Aww, it makes me wanna cry. He's married three times and had two children, a child he fathered from a relationship he had as a teenager, and a son, Robert Stephen C. Ross, his first wife. Steve is also a painter. Nice. Ross certified instructor. Um, his son was also a painter. See if you're on camera in the latest episode. How to questions. Oh, that's interesting. Ross and Ridge's marriage ended in divorce. Damn! Allegedly due to Ross's infidelity, she died shortly after the divorce, leaving Steve Ross and Bob's custody, where the two grew particularly close. Ross and his second wife, Jane, had no children together, and she died of cancer. God damn. Two months before his death, Ross married for the third time to Linda Brown. Very secretive with his life and great preference for privacy. Makes sense. Some of only a few interviews with his close knit circle of friends and family can be found in 2011. <laughs> Sorry. Other controversies were destroyed as part of a legal set settlement between Ross's family and Bob Ross Incorporated. Wow. Believe in God. 
he referred to God's creation, which is weird. God bless you. He was not a member of any organization, organized religion. Oh. Oh, damn. Bob Ross is hard. Like, this is hard. Like, he was a cigarette smoker. I did not know that. He expected to die young and suffer from several heart health problems over the course of his life. He died to complications of lymphoma. Damn. Oh, his routine exposure to paints and solvents may have exposed him to chronically high levels of benzene and ethylbenzene, possibly contributing to his lymphoma. That sucks, though, because, like, obviously that's his career, so he doesn't want to stop. And I bet, like, back then they didn't really know about the toxicity of, like, fucking oil paintings and having that shit in an open room or like a closed room like you always want to paint outside or like with good ventilation because if you don't that shit could kill you obviously his remains are in woodlawn memorial park interred i don't know what that means woodlawn memorial park damn they don't even uh that park does not have a um um it doesn't have a wiki page he kept his diagnosis a secret from the general public only his circle of family and friends knew on the terms of incorporation oh wow damn they left the kowalskis with sole ownership of the company plus became very they became very aggressive against ross's family members and associates allegedly trying to pressure and alien ross to sign over rights of his estate before his death i hate that shit <gasps> instead ross wrote the kowalskis out of his will and statement yeah leaving his estates and rights to his name and likeness and his son and half brother jimmy fuck yeah we they countered that virtually the Kowalski's countered that virtually everything Ross had done in his life and was a work for hire. This Russ had Ross had no right to bequeath them. They won the fucking lawsuit. Are you serious? <gasps> That's horrible. That's wait okay i see where the fucking documentary's coming from hold up that's so wretched oh my gosh after the kowalskis retired and joan kowalski took over the company she became more open to merchandising the ross brand outside of its core business of painting products which if i remember correctly is not what he wanted setting in motion the mass marketing of his name from the 2010s onward joan also engineered a settlement with Steve Ross and Jimmy Cox granting Bob Ross Incorporated rights to Ross's name and likeness in exchange for a guarantee that Steve Ross could resume his art career without threat of lawsuit. This made him not want to paint in public after his death. That's horrible. I'm, that's horrible. Are you serious? That's, I, wow. Oh, I hate companies, bro. That's, that's disgusting. That's actually disgusting. That pisses me off. Oh my God. Oh, fucking RIP with Bob Ross.
Well, yeah, I mean, that's my first, that's the first interesting <laughs> um, fucking episode today. Yeah, pretty short episode. Um, yeah, nothing else. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy this section, and I hope you tune in for the anime and manga section. All right, bye. Okay, hello guys. Welcome back to the fucking anime and um, manga section of this goddamn podcast. Yo, okay. So I was looking on Crunchyroll because I was watching, you know, um, haven't you heard? I'm Sakamoto, Sakamoto Desuka. Um, But we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that because I was looking for Nichijo and they didn't have Nichijo on Crunchyroll, which didn't make sense. So I started looking for other comic, like comedies. And I found out there is this anime called Sanrio Boys. It's by, I don't fucking know. It was released in January of 2018. So like four years, is that four? Four years ago? Yeah. And uh, if you don't, okay, it's a slice of life. Okay, let me get the fucking thing. Um, it released September 13th, 2016. Wow, I'm poof late. Um, it's called Sanrio Danshi or Sanrio Boys. Um, there's 12 episodes. It's written by Takashi Aoshima, Arigato Gozaimasu. Genre is slice of life, whatever. It's really fucking cute. Like, actually, I was like, oh my god. And I saw that Cine, Cinnamon Roll, is like a main character. And I was like, fuck yeah, finally, someone who's appreciating my second, my number one favorite fucking Sanrio character. And he's a main character. If you didn't know, I have a very big plush collection of like Cinnamon Roll products. Some Sanrio, but, like, cinnamon roll products and shit like that. I just, I don't know why. When I went to Japan, I fell in love. I, like, spent a bag, like, to the point where I had to buy an extra suitcase so I can put my clothes in because the two full duffel bags that I brought with myself, with, brought with me, did not fit all of my plushies and clothes. Anyway, yeah, hello, train. So, I'm watching this shit. I'm like, oh, my God, yes. Like, the main character... As you know, it's spoilers to spoilers. The main character is Pom Pom Pudding. It's like, okay, basically the characters are like guys who are in love with like Sanrio characters, which I really like because, you know, it gets away the stereotype that girls are the only one who can like Sanrio characters. So I really appreciate that. Cool. Great. Main character is Pom Pom Pudding. Like he loves Pom Pom Pudding. Daisuke, daisuke. Um, But yeah, and I'm like, okay, great. It's not like number one Hello Kitty, because mm, we'll talk about her. Anyway, so main character loves, loves, loves Pom Pom Pudding, like has a whole thing, trauma. We get it. It's there. Then we meet our two second MCs. So our two MCs, our, the other two MCs, there's Yu, I forgot, Mizuno Yu, and there's Shushu. So Yu loves my melody and he's very proud of it. And Shushu, Shushu loves fucking Hello Kitty. I am not a big fan of Hello Kitty. I am not a big fan of Hello Kitty. Um, I don't, like, she's just bland. <laughs> she's boring. She's fucking overhyped. She, I just, I want more love for the fucking secondary characters. Look, she's a great person. Thank you for starting this fucking era. But, like, do better, hmm? 
like, I know you have literally everything and anything going on for you, but, like, I just, she's just, she's just so plain, plain, and she's not even, like, a kitty, you know, she's, like, a girl dressed up in a cat costume or something like that, it was a whole lore thing, anyway, shoo, and I'm telling you, he is the hottest motherfucker ever, oh my god, he's, like, the, he's the only one with, like, tan skin, so I'm already rooting for him, he's, like, the mean, like, mean yet lovable character, he has white hair, white eyebrows, sir, his eyeliner is fucking on point, everything about him is beautiful, and he likes fucking Hello Kitty, are you serious, and this is why I have a problem, because you and Shu are, like, best friends, right, best friends to the point, like, you, like, peeking over the fucking shower is, like, oh, don't act like we haven't already had, like, embarrassing moments together, and I was, like, ah, a dating you know like already mm, okay and the character i want him to love is kuromi because it makes sense it makes sense kuromi and my melody are best friends to the point that they're fucking girlfriends you know you and fucking shu are best friends to the point that they're boyfriends and i just it why Ooh, why did they slip on this fucking opportunity. I don't think you understand. It was literally laid out. They literally created this. And then was like, yeah, give him to my melody. Or Hello Kitty. Where is it that Hello Kitty and fucking my melody are homegirls? Are best friends? It doesn't make sense. And the fact that Kuromi is very much canically black. Thank you very much. I don't give a fuck. She's a black girl in my eyes. Um... You finally, we finally get, like, a main character who's tan skin, and it's, like, you know, like, it's not, like, like, unfortunately, it's, like, oh, he just tans because he's outside a lot, not because he's black, but, like, we're, we're getting somewhere, and so you don't give the fucking co- black-coated character to the black-coated character and make it add, make set, I just, And so I'm sitting here on episode two, wondering, questioning why. And it's like, there's so much, literally their characters are the same. Like, like um, Kuromi is like the yandere, doesn't want to um, show her soft side and shit like that. But she's actually like, you know, very much a hopeless romantic who loves love, all of that. And like, Shu is like, oh, this, like, hard, stoic individual who doesn't want to show that, like, he's, like, vulnerable, but is in love with fucking Sanrio characters and has a soft spot for his best friend. You're telling me you didn't see that when casting these, like, if you wanted to include Hello Kitty, the main character, so badly, fucking add another character. Add another character. Like, yeah, there's five characters in this but fuck it add six you know like add a seven bitch that we have kettle feet okay the fact also with sanrio boys i thought it was gonna be all the male characters of sanrio you know because they really don't get that much love so i was expecting like batsmaru i was expecting kettle fuck i was expecting hello kitty goddamn daniel like thanks for pom pom pudding the one twin from twin star and like cine but like where's the rest you know like I was expecting some something. The I mean I understand the entire anime is just product placement for Sanrio, and I fuck with it, I guess. But like, I'm just so pissed off that they missed out on such a fucking opportunity to make 
Shukurumi. Like, I'm actually so angry because it just doesn't add up. Like, they're, like, come on, guys. They're literally best friends. They're literally, like, a best friends. They're literally, like, dating each other. And you don't, are you, no, I don't think you understand how dis-fucking-pointed I was when I saw that Shu was a stand for Hello Kitty. I was like, Hello Kitty, are you fucking serious? He has no right to like Hello Kitty. I wouldn't even give a fuck if, like, the main character was Hello Kitty, like, a Hello Kitty stand. But, like, I thought we were getting somewhere with him being a pom-pom pudding stand. I thought we were doing something, you know? But no, I, like to the point, I'm so disappointed. I don't even want to watch it anymore. I'm going to question mark, question mark. But like, I don't want to. It pisses me off to the point where I'm like, fuck this. Like, mm, Kuromi doesn't even get a mention in this entire anime. I'm fucking giving this shit a zero out of 10. I don't care. I don't care. They could have had a great setup and they just fucked up. I want a reworking of this and I need them to redo it again and add the correct characters to their fucking character type. Like, okay, maybe it's like, oh, we're not expecting um, the one who's stoic to, like, love the main character. But, like, you could have given anybody else. Fuck it. You could have him, given him, like, cinnamon roll. If you really wanted, like, an opposite, a, a track type B, give him cinnamon, Give him fucking cinny. The, the, the guy who's not expecting to, like, like something so cute and cuddly and fucking flies, give him cinny. Uh, and it's like it's you can't even say like oh it's like the opposites and shit like that no because the fucking main character from pom pom pudding literally has pom pom pudding eyes like has a whole fucking vibe right then um uh the guy who likes fucking my melody is like all into cutesy things and you know my melody is all very much into cutesy things like you know blah 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 it's just Like, not really any of the... The characters don't really look like their counterparts. Like, other than the pom-pom pudding counterpart. But I'm just... I'm just stupid disappointed. I'm gonna continue watching it because, you know... But I wish you guys could get a live, like, viewing of me watching this. Because it just... I'm angry. Very much. So, so... Yeah! Great. Cool. Hopefully I'll fucking record another episode after I finish everything, if I can finish everything. If I can't, then I'll most definitely tell y'all, but yeah. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening. Ah, mata ne. Mata See you next week. Bye.